This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie. Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Welcome into the Rosie Report weekend wrap-up edition of the regular season roundup. Jim Rosenhouse along with you as the Indians have an off day Monday in St. Louis preparing for a two-game series against the Cardinals on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. And we recap the weekend in Baltimore. The Orioles taking two out of three from the Tribe, winning Friday night. Tribe coming back and with an impressive offensive performance on Saturday, coming out with a 10-4 victory. But then on Sunday, a tough one for the Indians, 18-5, the final score. The Orioles winning it with innings of six, five, and five runs in three separate innings. Tough one for the pitching staff. But uh, some bright spots we'll hear in a little bit from Bobby Bradley, who had a three-hit game, including a home run. We'll also hear from Cal Quantrill, get his thoughts on a tough start for him. But first, Terry Francona checks in on the day yesterday at Camden Yards. Tito, what... What did you see from Cal today? You know what? Well, I mean, we knew he wasn't terribly stretched out. Um, I thought early, I thought he had trouble putting hitters away. And then, you know, we, we, we on a day when you need a, you know, we got a nice little fly ball to center that falls. Then we get the comeback or that we don't convert. And it just ended up being, I think he was at 29 or 30 pitches that inning. That was my biggest worry there. Um, it just, you know, it just kind of compounded on us. You know, what do you think of Bobby Bradley today? That was the highlight of the day for sure. I mean, you know, when he hits a ball off a left-hander the other way, I don't care what the score is. We're looking for a reason to to be upbeat. Um, that was that was really good to see. And, you know, again, we're, we're dying to, to get some production from our lineup. And to get him off to a good start, I think, was is important. Hopefully he feels really good about himself. Tito, the, the two runs that scored from second in the uh, fourth inning on kind of base hits, I guess, is that is that just good hustle on their part, or is it maybe, you know, not alert fielding, or what did you what did you see? I thought it was very good base running on their part. You know, you never take away when somebody does something good. At the same time, you know, you'd like to – You'd like to our, – our awareness needs to be a little bit better. I don't know if we get the first guy out, but I think we have a chance on the second one. And, you know, ultimately it's just, you know, like I said, being aware quicker, those things won't happen. And Cal Quantrill, always a good self-evaluator. And uh, here were his thoughts after a start where he lasted just an inning and a third and allowed five earned runs, seven total on five hits. Yeah, I think Tito probably hit on it. You got to be able to put guys away. Um, you know, a couple soft hits. I make an error. 
you know, bad start for the game. Uh, definitely didn't give the team a chance to win. So on to the next one. On the air, was it just rushing when you got the ball, getting it back to Renee? Yeah. Honestly, bad grip, but bad play. Um, I, I need to just adjust and take it out there instead of trying to force that. But, um, yeah, just – Bad grip, threw it away, no good. As mentioned earlier, the bright spot, Bobby Bradley getting his first start since rejoining the ball club at first base. Three for four, a home run to the opposite field, and uh, just in general, very good plate appearances for Bradley, who talked about his big day at the plate. You know, Bobby, yesterday you talked about feeling like you were in a good place at the plate. How have you been able to continue that and keep that going? I mean, just uh, sticking with the good approaches, you know, just getting the approaches from the coaches over the scouting reports of the pitchers and uh, just getting in there and not trying to do too much, just put the ball in play and drive it up the middle. Bobby, I know they all count the same, but to go opposite field off a lefty, does that mean you're going particularly well or is that something you, you look for? Yeah, um, that's that's when I'm going at my best is when I'm able to take the left-handers and drive them into the left-center gap and uh, things like that. And uh, fortunately, I got one to get up over the wall. Bobby, what's it do for just confidence level to be able to just get off to a, a decent start in your first, I guess it's your first game, but first game and a half-ish? I mean, it's, it's great for the confidence, just getting in, getting off to a good start, just fitting right in with the team and uh, doing everything I can to help these guys win. And uh, I mean, it's just great for the confidence. Game-wise, is it better that you don't have a game tomorrow or worse so you can flush the feeling that you guys have currently? Uh, I mean, it's it for this situation might be a good thing considering what happened today. But, I mean, all in all, we just got to find a way to keep that feeling, whether it be just kind of like messing around like on the off day or something, just kind of like doing something dry, but and something to keep that feeling. Bobby, Bobby, is it tough when, when the score is so lopsided to – keep your focus from at bat to at bat when, you know, they seem to be scoring like five runs every inning. I mean, yeah, it is, um, but you just got to find ways to stay mentally locked in and, um, and just, you know, try to keep your team in the game, keep yourself in the game as much as you can. Do you feel you were able to carry over from Columbus what you were doing the last, you know, five, six, eight games to, to you know, these, these – two games here in uh, Baltimore? Yeah, I feel like I have. Just sticking with that same approach that I found down there and um, just trying to get the ball a little up in the zone and just up over the plate so I can drive it. Also on the weekend, we had a chance to visit with Indians president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, and he talked about the challenge right now of trying to find enough starting pitching to make it through what will eventually be a very challenging stretch schedule-wise heading into the All-Star break. Well, Rosie, one of the things we try to do at the start of each year, you probably hear us talk about it all the time, is make sure that we build enough depth to withstand the rigors of the season because we know we'll get tested. And inevitably that happens on the pitching front. So what we now have is an opportunity for some young guys to step in and take advantage of the opportunity. So guys like J.C. Mejia, Cal Quantrill, Tristan McKenzie will continue to get uh, opportunities beyond you know the guys that are maybe a little bit more established. Because of the track record, what's that level of uh, confidence in the organization that you get through some of these stretches? We've got a great group of, you know, got a great group of players, a great group of staff, coaches that all work together to try to help players succeed. Now, that at the same time, we recognize how hard it is to pitch successfully at the major league level. But 
we've got the right group of people working together to try to figure it out. And that's a good starting point for us to navigate the challenges we face. Interesting development in Major League Baseball this week, and, and actually the past couple of weeks there have been uh, a couple of different incidents. But can you clarify, and, and maybe you can't, um, exactly what Major League Baseball is trying to get to in terms of policing foreign substances being used by pitchers or allegedly being used by pitchers? Well, in spring training, Major League Baseball um, clearly made it a, a priority that they were going to begin to learn uh, the extent of the use of foreign substances in baseball. And, um, you know, I think they were very public in their desire to gain information. And so they started to collect baseballs and things like that over the first couple of months of the season. And, you know, now maybe the next step in that of trying to figure out, okay, now that we have an understanding of or a slightly better understanding of what's going on, what are the next steps? So I expect we'll probably have more clarity here in the next couple of weeks. So in the meantime, how do you handle that organizationally? Well, we're very clear. Um, you know, again, their foreign substances are not allowed on the ball. So none of our coaches, none of our staff, uh, nobody's, you know, can, can have any part of concocting or helping players apply the substances. Obviously players, you know, can make, have made their own choices and different guys may take different paths. And, but, you know, as an organization, it's not something we're a part of. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Chris Antonetti after this short break. Welcome back to Indians Warm-Up. Chris Antonetti joining us, Indians President of Baseball Operations. And Chris, uh, concluding this week, sad news yesterday. Tim Tolman, who had been the bench coach for the Indians several years ago and has been a part of the organization on the development side for a long time, passed away yesterday. Uh, just some thoughts on, on his contributions, not only to the Indians, but to the game. Yeah, totally. Has had such vast experience in the game as a former major league player, a coach, development staff, scout. He really had his, his breadth was so far reaching and beyond kind of the contributions on the field. He touched so many lives and really helped not only make people better baseball individuals and help them learn the game more, but also just elevated the culture and individual lives. And Tim was a huge part of our organization. Uh, and he certainly will be missed and will continue to be there to support his wife, Christy, and, and their family as they go through. It's a really, really difficult time. I appreciate those thoughts, Chris, and uh, thanks as always for coming by. My pleasure, Rosie. Good speaking with you. That's Chris Antonetti, Indians president of Baseball Operations, and that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks to Bart Swain, as always, Courtbury Trip, and Austin Contrulis from Indians PR. I'm Jim Rosenhaus, thanking you again for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report. This has been The Rosie Report. 